Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. You're welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying. I'm going to be reading to us scripture. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right now we're going to be praying, praying specifically for the leaders of the nations of the earth. We're going to be declaring that this one's are going to be turned from foolishness and deception into wisdom and truth. Hallelujah. Their minds, their thoughts, what they are receptive to, their plans are going to all turn from foolishness and deception to wisdom and truth. Hallelujah. And as we pray for them, also going to be praying 6.5 billion souls this is the day of the Lord, and we're declaring that they are coming to Christ. This is a day of salvation and grace. Hallelujah. So many are coming to the knowledge of the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. And receiving Christ and receiving salvation. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and begin to pray right now. You can unmute yourselves. <laughs> Lebarro <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh Lord, you are good and your mercy is forever. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. The hearts of the leaders are turned from foolishness and deception to wisdom and truth. Yes, oh God, their hearts are after wisdom. Their hearts are after truth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Their decisions, oh God. Are made by wisdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Their desires, their heart is turned to wisdom completely. Turned to truth completely. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This one will no more be able to function in foolishness. They will no more be able to function in the deception. They will no more be able to play along with the deception and falsehood that is going on around. They will reject it. And they will begin to make decisions based on truth. The wisdom of God will begin to function in them. 
Ratata Bonde Fizo Fracatilla, Brongo Fracatilla Hasta, and Takela Grondo Freke Ziketeke Bendekize Kepele Grusta Hatakabaya, Onda Lava Shatakabaya. Lord, we thank you. Six point five billion. <laughs> 6.5 billion souls. Lika Sunda Kabaya. In all our evangelical efforts, 6.5 billion souls. You are coming to Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lika Basata Kabaya. For the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Lika Soto Kobara Rabashata. No, it's not by power. It's not by mind, but by your spirit. By your spirit. You are bringing all of them to the knowledge of your truth, O God. To the knowledge of Christ. Katayala Mashata Kabaya. Yes, Maleko Soto Kobaya. By your spirit, O God. They are pulled. Maleko Soto from every part of the world, from every walk of life, to the truth, to salvation and grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, Lord, we worship you. We exalt your holy name, oh God. Oh, we say, may your name be exalted, oh Father. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We worship and adore your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in a time of intercessory prayer for the leaders and for the nations and for the people of the world. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Ma. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right now, we're going into a session of praise and worship and then to our Rhapsody of Reality segment. Do have an amazing time in the presence of God today in church. Hallelujah. Over to you, dear Sister Grace. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, dear Sister Debbie. Thank you so much, dear for this opportunity once again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. It's a beautiful day to give thanks to the Lord. It's another day that he has given us for his glory. Just go ahead and worship him, give him thanks, give him praise for who he is in our lives, for who he has made us. Oh, we worship the sweet Holy Spirit of God. Hope of the earth, Savior of the world, my life is of your goodness. You fill my heart with your love and grace. Lord, I worship your holy name. Hope of the earth, Savior of the world, my life is full of your goodness. You fill my heart with your love and grace. Lord, I worship your holy name. Jesus, the living world. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, for another time in your presence, fellowshipping with your word and with your spirit. Thank you for who you are and all that you do. Indeed, you rule the world with your truth, with your grace. And we are partakers of your goodness. Assessing your treasures everywhere, hidden reaches of sacred places. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. I'd like to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone connected here, depending on where you're connected from. Thank you for joining today's devotional and for joining every other day. You're all welcome to be inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion, and we're going to have a great time today, as we always do with the Lord. Praise God. Sister Joy, please share the devotional on your screen. It's on the screen now. Thank you. Praise God. Today is Sunday the 10th. Sunday the 10th of October 2021. And the title of today's devotional article is Managing Your Body. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12 and verse 1. Glory to God. The presentation of your body is your reasonable service. Being born again, though your body is a temple of God, you are its caretaker or custodian. 
it's your responsibility to manage your body and keep it in health in utmost shape for God to use. Satan will try to do anything to ravage your body. He'll run rampage in your body if you let him. If you let him. If you let him. That's the statement. If you let him. But you must say no. I think that this is one of the things we've shared in recent times. Not allowing the devil access to your life, to any ramification of your life. If you let him, he'll mess things up. And that's why when you see the symptoms, you just can't be quiet. And when you see symptoms, when you feel symptoms in your body, your first response cannot be the doctor. Let me call my doctor. Let me get um, anti-malaria drugs. <clears throat> that can be your first response. I remember listening to Pastor, <clears throat> and he said that it's a training you are giving yourself. You feel a symptom of a headache. You feel a symptom of fever. And then the first thing you are responding by the flesh. If your first call is always medicine, your first call is always doctor, and you're dealing with dates, the likes of things that, oh, you just take a drug and then you feel better. I remember in that message, he said, if you don't train your spirit at that time <coughs> to deal with light things, the little, little things. He said, if per adventure, the devil attacks with a greater one that has no cure, how are you going to deal with it when you had trained yourself to respond by the flesh? I remember the testimony of a sister who she had gone for, she was supposed to travel so she was doing medical checks, checkups and she had gone for to do her body checkup and they found something strange in her body. <laughs> she just dropped everything she was doing and told herself, for two weeks, I will deal with you. For two weeks. For two weeks, she was doing her affirmations consistently, put everything together, the things that God has said about her health, got the communion, and she was on it, got all the messages on divine health and healing. She was on it for two weeks, back to back, fasting and dealing with the matter. Two weeks later, she went back to the doctor. They didn't find it. How rugged is your faith? Don't allow the devil mess things around you. He said he will run rampage in your body if you let him. But you must say no. Recall what we read in our theme verse. It says, present your bodies a living sacrifice. God doesn't do the presenting for you. Rather, he tells you to present your body to him. He gave you the authority to manage your body. Why some Christians, even though they've received the Holy Spirit, can still be sick in their bodies. God has a right to rule your body, but he appointed you to rule it for him. You know, um, maybe you are a young person or whatever the case is, and then maybe you live with um, maybe an elder sister or an elder brother's family, 
So maybe you live with your sister and her husband and their family or your brother and his wife and their family and they had to travel, right? And then they left you in care of the house. And maybe a friend came to visit you. She was staying for like two days and then you walk into the house one day and then you see that your friend was having a party, you know, with some other people around. Your reaction is different, you know, because you are conscious of the fact that the house was left in your care. You are likely going to end the party immediately and probably even ask your friend to leave. Why are you acting that way? Because you are conscious that this thing was left in your care. It is the same response that you should have. If things are happening in your body that ought not to be, don't just sit back and watch it. Respond. Cast, cast the way you chase your, your friend's friends and her herself and ask her to leave the house and never return. If you are very nice, you might not ask her to leave the house. But that party ends and the friends leave. The same way you would react because you're trying to protect your sister's house or your brother's house. How do you react when the devil is trying to mess things around you? He said, God has a right to rule your body, but he appointed you to rule it for him. Imagine the mayor of a city. He has the authority to run the city, but he doesn't run the individual homes in the city. He leaves the running of your home to you. It's the same with your body. You have to stop the devil from manipulating any part of your body. Use the authority that's been granted you in Christ. Use the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus. We've talked about this again and again. Using the name of Jesus is an instrument. It's backed up with power and authority, and you have access to use it. And it will produce for you the result as though you were Jesus talking. Furthermore, the Bible says you were brought with, with a, you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's, 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 20. You are a spirit, you have a soul and live in a body. Your soul is a seat of your mind, your emotions and your will. God doesn't control your will, your emotions and your mind. He tells you to do that. The Bible says in Romans 12 and verse 2, and be, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Just as it is your job to manage your, your mind, it is re, it's your responsibility as well to manage your body. Renewing or managing your mind done through the word, meditating on the word, that's how to manage your body and keep it in divine health. The Bible says the word of God is medicine, health to your physical body. You find that in Proverbs um, 4 and verse 22, praise God. You know, um, one of the things I've realized is if you're consistent with this devotion and um, we're breaking bread every day, we're saying our affirmations every day, we're praying together every day, we're fellowshipping with the word, listening to the word, being taught and reading the Bible together. You be, uh, in this place, we've had testimonies from people who, before they started joining this devotional, they, they were frequently ill or from time to time. Um, I remember the testimony, I don't know if it was a sister or a brother, every two weeks, every other month, you know, 
And then I remember a sister also who shared about menstrual cramps, who it was normal, it was a way of life. But just fellowshipping here on a daily basis, those experiences stopped. It's just the power of the word. When you fellowship with the word every day, the Bible says his messes are new every morning. If you assess the benefits that God made for which includes for that day, and then you've lived 10 year health. It's a natural. Your body is by Hello, Ma. I think your network is breaking. Every day is to you today. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma. It's clear now. Okay, thank you so much. So I say that the, the word of God that we share here every day is to help you live your life successfully and triumphantly. So um, you cannot be here and not know what to do about any area of your life. There's no such a thing as I don't know what to do. So don't accept anything. Make up your mind that every area of your life, you would experience the goodness of God. To be sick is not the goodness of God being experienced. So whatever area you need to change, they say they found something in your body. You have testimonies. You know what to do. I've said it repeatedly. Find scriptures that talk about your health. Turn them into affirmation like we did with the Pauline prayers. Break bread three times a day. Say your affirmations. Talk to your body. Cast out the sickness. Cast it out. Use the name of Jesus. Be conscious of the indwelling spirit. Just the consciousness that the Holy Ghost lives inside of you and he can't share your body with sickness. We chase that sickness out of your body. It's a permanent state of mind that you must have. But you can choose to also dwell on the doctor's report. And let me just say this before I round off. Don't trust the doctor's report. Don't. Don't trust them. I, I, I once heard of a story where um, two men went for checkup and their results were swapped. The one that had cancer was given the result of not having cancer. And the one that didn't have cancer was given the result of having cancer. The one that had cancer that got a negative result went back home rejoicing that he had been healed of cancer and started living his life and enjoying his life. The one that didn't have cancer that got a report that he had cancer went back home and started preparing to die. What happened? The guy who didn't have cancer died of cancer and the one who had cancer lived healthy. There are many errors in doctor's report. Don't depend your life on it. Don't put your life in the hand of a doctor. I realized recently in the last three years, after the issue I had with my spine, when I got healed, because that period I, I did a lot of research and um, 
following that period, I began to follow um, um, the the medical practitioner to a to a to a kind of level to understand how these guys are wired, and I discovered that they are doing trial and error with us. I'm not joking with you guys. We have doctors here. They know that their hypothesis and is not always right. It's always based on probabilities, the percentage of probabilities. They're telling you that, oh, if you have these symptoms, if you have these symptoms, it is likely this disease. If you have so, 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 and so symptoms, they, that's how they were trained. Don't put your life in the hand of the doctor. We do respect for the profession. God made the human body. The doctors didn't make it. So they would never understand it 100%. It's only the guy who makes a product that understands the product. There's no how you want to study the product. You that didn't make it cannot understand it to the level that the guy who made it un understands it. And God told us that our body has the ability to heal itself. Stop depending on doctors to heal you. God who made you. And then the same God lives inside of you. What are you looking for? What are you looking for with the doctors? If you put your life in the hands of doctors, you get the reward of having a doctor run your life. I remember when I had the issue with the spine, I had done several scans, been to several doctors. They were guessing on my body. It took like almost a month before a, another, a final doctor who works in the wisdom of God. He's presently with us in the ministry. He started, he started with projecting messages because when I met him, I started sending him pastor's messages. Now he's in the ministry. He was the one that discovered exactly what the issue is with was. Not by hypothesis, by the wisdom of God. Meanwhile, the others were joking with me, having me waste my money, doing one scan or the other. I know what I'm saying. Don't put your life on the doctors. You better trust God. You have headache, you are running to go and take Panadol. What happens to laying your hands on your head and say, healed in the name of Jesus? Train yourself in the spiritual. Practice your Christianity. Practice it. If you say you have the life of God in you, practice it. That's what Christianity is about. Practicing the God life. Don't be a doctor's pet. Any little thing you've run. How are you training your children? Your daughter comes to you. Mommy, I'm feeling headache. You say, go to my, on top of my fridge. Go and bring the medicine case. They know that you have a medicine case in your house. They know. No training in, go and bring the communion. Let's break bread. I'm not saying that you should not have first aid box in your house. But how are you training your, 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 your family? Training them in the way of medicine or training them to practice their spirituality? Brothers and sisters, your body is yours and God is trusting you to rule it well. Make him proud in how you run your body. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy. She'll take us through the further study, Rhapsody Confession and the Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, Ma, for today's ministration. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. Praise God. Our further study, we are reading Proverbs chapter 4, 20, 20 to 22. My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sayings. 
Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Isaiah 33, verse 24. And the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. Praise God. So right now we're going to take the confession together. You don't have to repeat your mic. Um, you don't have to unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Sickness isn't my nature. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Christ has consummated the plan for my divine health. Therefore, I refuse to be sick. I have the way, the supernatural life of Christ that makes me divinely healthy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, right now we're going to move on to our New Testament Bible reading. Praise God. And today we continue with the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3. Praise God. I'll be sharing my screen in a moment. Praise God. Colossians 3, verse 1, the message translation version. Caption, he's your life. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along. Eyes to the ground. Absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. Your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you will show up to the real you, the glorious you. Meanwhile, be content with us, obscurity like Christ. And that means killing off everything connected with that way of death, sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like doing. I'll take that again. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by God. It's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and not knowing any better. But you know better now. So make sure it's all gone for good. Bad temper, irritability, meanness, profanity, dirty talk. Don't lie to one another. You are done with that old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes you are stripped off and put in the fire. Now you are dressed in a new wardrobe. Every item of your new life, of, of your new way of life, is custom made by the creator with its labor on it. All the old fashions are now obsolete. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, religious and irreligious, insider and outsider, uncivilized and unclout slave and free mean nothing from now on everyone is defined by christ everyone is included in christ so chosen by god for this new life of love dress so chosen by god for this new life of love dress in the wardrobe god picked out for you 
compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline, be even tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense, forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love, it's your basic, all-purpose garment, never be without it. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of these going off and doing your own thing. And cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense. And sing. Sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the master Jesus. Thanking God the father every step of the way wives understand and submit wives understand and support your husbands by submitting to them in ways that honor the master husbands go all out in love for your wives don't take advantage of them children do what your parents tell you this delights the master no end parents don't come down too hard on your children or you will crush their spirits. Servants, do what you are told by your earthly masters and don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master. For God, confident that you will get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Excuse me. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving in Christ the, the soling servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. Praise God. I'd like to take that again. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. So right now we move to chapter four and we are reading just verse one. And masters, treat your servants considerately. Be fair with them. Don't forget for a minute that you too serve a God, serve a master, God in heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And with that, we've come to the end of today's New Testament Bible reading. I would like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity. Right now, we'll move over to the Old Testament Bible reading. Praise God. Um, Brother John, are you there? I'm here. All right. Over to you, esteemed Brother John. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you for connecting. Happy Sunday. Okay, we're reading Isaiah 50 and 51 this morning. Who out the caption? Who out there first God? From verse 1, God says, can you produce your mother's divorce papers? Proving I got rid of her. Can you produce a receipt? Proving I sold you. Of course you can't. It is your sins that put you here. Your wrongs that got you shipped out. So why didn't anyone come when I knocked? Why didn't anyone answer when I called? Do you think I've forgotten how to help? Am I so decrepit that I can't deliver. I'm as powerful as ever and can reverse what I once did. I can dry up the sea with the word, turn river water into desert sand. 
and leave the fish stinking in the sun, stranded on dry land. Turn all the lights out in the sky and pull down the curtain. Hmm. This reminds me of one thought that Pastor shared one time. And he said that some God told him that I give destinies and I can also change destinies. So the fact that I gave you one destiny, I can change it, I give you another one. So that is, this scripture just reminded me of that. So verse four, the master God has given me a well-taught tongue. So I know how to encourage tired people. Hmm. A well-taught tongue. So I know how to encourage tired people. Wow. He wakes me up in the morning, <clears throat> wakes me up, opens my ears to listen as one ready to take orders. The master God opened my ears and I didn't go back to sleep. I didn't pull the covers back over my head. I followed orders, stood there and took it while they beat me, held steady while they pulled out my breath, didn't dodge their insults, faced them as they spit in my face. And the master God stays right there and helps me so I'm not disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like a flint, confident that I'll never regret this. My champion is right here. Let's take our stand together. Who dares bring suits against me? Let him try. Look, the master God is right here. Who dare call me guilty? Look, my accusers are a clothes of being, a clothes being of tread bear, of tread bear socks and shirts, further for months. Who out there fears God, actually listens to the voice of his servants. For anyone out there who doesn't know where you're going, anyone groping in the dark, here is what? Trust in God. Lean on your God. But if all you are after is making trouble, playing with fire, go ahead and see where it gets you. Set your fires, stir people up, blow on the flames, but don't expect me to just stand there and watch. I'll hold your feet to those flames. Isaiah 51, caption, committed to seeking God. Listen to me, all you who are serious about right living and committed to seeking God. Ponder the rock from which you were caught, the quarry from which you were dug. Yes, ponder Abraham, your father, and Sarah who bore you. Think of it, one solitary man when I called him, but once I blessed him, he multiplied. Likewise, I, God, will comfort thine, comfort all her mounds of rings, or transform her dead ground into Eden, her moonscape into the garden of God, a place filled with exuberance and laughter, thankful voices and melodic songs. Pay attention, my people. Listen to me, nations. Revelation flows from me. My decisions light up the world. My deliverance arrives on the run. My salvation rights on time. I'll bring justice to the peoples. Even faraway islands will look to me and take hope in my saving power. Look up at the skies. Ponder the earth under your feet. The skies will fade out like smoke. The earth will wear out like work pants and the people will die off like flies. But my salvation will last forever. My certain things right will never be obsolete. Listen now, you will know right from wrong. You will hold my teaching inside you. Pay no attention to insults. And when mocked, 
don't let it get you down. Those insults and mockeries are moth eaten from brains that are termite ridden. But by setting things right last, my salvation goes on and on and on. Wake up, wake up. Flex your muscles, God. Wake up as in the old days in the long ago. Didn't you once make mincemeat of Rahab, dispatch the old chaos dragon, and didn't you once dry up the sea, the powerful waters of the deep, and then made the bottom of the ocean a road for the redeemed to walk across? In the same way, God's ransom will come back, come back to Zion, cheering, shouting, joy eternal, wreathing their heads, exorbitant, exorbitant ecstasies, transporting them, and not a sign of moans, moans or groans. What are you afraid of or who? It's a caption, verse 12. I am the one comforting you. What are you afraid of or who? Some man or woman who will soon be dead? Some poor wretch destined for dust? You've forgotten me, God. Who made you? Who unfold the skies? Who founded the earth? And here you are, quaking like an aspen before the tantrums of a tyrant who thinks he can kick down the wall. But what will come of the tantrums? The victims will be released before you know it. They are not going to die. They are not even going to go hungry. But I am God, your very own God, who stirs up the sea and whips up the waves, named God of the angel arms. I teach you how to walk word by word and personally watch over you. Even while I'm unfolding the skies, setting earth on solid foundations, and greeting Zion, welcome, my people. So wake up, rub the sleep from your eyes. Up on your feet, Jerusalem, you've, done, you've drunk the cup God handed you, and strong drink of his anger. You drank it down to the last drop, staggered and collapsed, dead drunk, and nobody to help you no one among your friends or children to take you by the hand and put you in bed. You've been hit with a double dose of trouble. Does anyone care? Assault and battery, hunger and death. Will anyone comfort? Your sons and daughters have passed out, strewn in the streets like stunned rabbits, slipping off the strong drink of God's anger, the rage of your God. Therefore, listen, please you with your splitting headaches. You who are nursing the hangovers. That didn't come from drinking wine. Your master, your God, has something to say. Your God has taken up his people's case. Look, I've taken back the drink that sent you reeling. No more drinking from that jug of my anger. I've passed it over to your abusers to drink. Those who are you. Down on the ground so we can walk over you, all over you. And you had to do it flat on the ground. You were the dead under their feet. I'd like to say a big thank you to Estimba Mara for this opportunity. That is the end of today's um, Old Testament reading. Thank you. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. God bless you. Sister Joy, please share the affirmation on the screen and lead us to take it. Thank you so much. As Debbie, you help lead to the communion, so please get ready. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Praise God. Okay, right now we're going to be taking the affirmation together. Um, so you're going to start with, my name is, you enter your full name. 
um, I have the spirit of wisdom. Then the next paragraph, I, your full name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ till the end. Hallelujah. All right. So right now we're going to take our affirmations. After the count of three, you will unmute your mic. One, two, three, go. And the affirmation is Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I would like to invite the esteemed Brother Martins as he takes us through the communion part of today's meeting. Thank you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. We're going straight to the communion segment at this time. This is taken from First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-three. For I received of the letters who I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took my body, which is broken for you. These two remembrance of me, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the breaking of bread this day. As we break this bread, we declare. That will never be broken in life. As we break this bread, every doors are open, gates of nations are open by the power of the Holy Ghost, doors of opportunities. All through this week, 
people have testimonies to tell. Testimonies of God's miraculous works. Thank you, Lord God. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he has stopped saying, this cup is a new testament in my blood. This as often as you drink it, you remember to eat this bread and drink this coffee. Two shelly grandos, regadilla coals, elect to each other hand this good bread in Oh, that blood and water gushed, blood and water gushed out of the sides of Jesus. And all of mankind, all of mankind was redeemed. Father, we thank you for today. We affirm that we are the fruits of redemption the very apple of your eyes, the very one you loved that you sent your son to die. Thank you for loving us this much. Thank you, Lord God. In as we take this cup this day, we declare parodilo grossi, jalabandia, that all that the finished works of the cross consummated for us all the benefits that is accrued unto us in the name of the lord jesus thank you lord god we give you praise in jesus name go ahead and take the cup go ahead and take the cup now oh sepokole krato sivratoli antijo frebelikte garadila groski siga baba ya this week kalobo sikteli kratoskia God is bringing us to an open place, a large field, a place where you have unquantifiable and uncountable blessings. And all through this week, take notice of the blessings, count them, name them one by one. Yes, count them. Your testimony will be plenty by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much once again, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. At this point, I'll hand over to Sister George that goes through the celebration segment of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much, um, esteemed Brother Martins, and thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Praise God. All right, very quickly, we are going to be celebrating recognize, and recognizing the presence of our first timers and those who have their birthdays today so if today is your birthday or your wedding anniversary or you know someone who is celebrating today and you would like us to pray for them or it's your birthday and want us to pray for you please can you raise up your hand very quickly praise god do we have anyone whose birthday is today or if you're joining us for the first time today Please raise up your hand. We'd like to recognize you and welcome you, especially to this beautiful family of God. Praise God. Okay, I can see one hand up. Um, please kindly go ahead and unmute your mic. Good morning, esteemed Sister Maka. Hello, good morning, Boy Bube. We can hear you. Please go ahead. 
Oh, good morning. My name is Brother Bube. I'm joining for the first time today. And I can, like, I can really, really say uh, I was blessed today. Today, very rapidly, uh, reading, sharing. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Wow, praise God, Brother you're welcome. Can you tell us, tell us where you're connected from and who invited you? I uh, okay, Oere, um, Sister Harriet invited me. Oh, wow, you're welcome, Brother Ibubi, and we are happy to have you join this beautiful family. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do we have any other person who is joining us for the first time today? If today is the first time or it's your birthday, very quickly, today is Sunday and we're going to church. All right. Um, Ibube, once again, I'd like to say welcome to this beautiful family. This is the Inspired by the World Global Family. And on a daily basis, between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. GMT plus one, we connect to pray together. We study the word of God. We study the rhapsody. We affirm words and we also break bread. It's always, always a glorious time in God's presence every day. And one thing is certain, your life will remain the same as you fellowship with us on a daily basis. And you will definitely have testimonies. Once again, you're welcome. And we are so happy to have you join us. Praise God. And thank you so much, Sister Ariette, for inviting Brother Ibubi. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'd like to invite the esteemed Sister Maka to kindly help us close the meeting. Thank you so much, Ma. Praise God. Thank you, dear Sister Joy. You're welcome, Brother Ibubi. Thank you for joining today's meeting, and it's good to have you join the family. You're welcome. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Harriet. Thank you so much, Ma, for always inviting people here. Thank you, Ma. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, Brother Ibubi, who's joined us today. Thank you because so mightily the word is growing in him and prevailing in all ramifications of his life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Where he has questions, you would answer them. Thank you because solutions come for matters that may have prolonged. His fight of faith is victorious, and yes, he's always returning with testimonies. Thank you, Lord, for that which you've started in his life, you're perfecting by the day. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So we all welcome you, esteemed Brother Ibube. Welcome. Thank you, dear co-host, for blessing us today for... Okay, Sister Harriet, please. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, esteemed Sister Maka. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Ma. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I just want to thank God, you know, first of all, appreciate him for the opportunity to be part of what is happening on him, inspired by the word. Um, I can say every day I, I receive, I hear something new, you know, and I put to work and I see the results in my life. I want to testify concerning the communion, you know, prior to this time, I've always um, known the importance of, you know, breaking bread, but, you know, joining the Inspired by the World platform. Uh, thank you so much, Brother Martins, you know, that segment is a very powerful one. And the words of testimony, words of prophecy that comes during that segment. You know, some days back, um, I, I thank God for divine health. I've always lived in divine health with my family, my children. I have no reason 
whatsoever to take them to the hospital. But no, recently I just started feeling um, some symptoms and, you know, because it's been a while, I've not taken any drug and all that. So I just felt, okay, I think I should just go and quickly, you know, it's, it seems like malaria symptom. Let me take some drugs and all that. And immediately I just heard the voice, you know, that's just reminded me of the words that I hear here on the platform when we, when we take communion, as in break bread, just handle this, you know, handle whatever it is by breaking bread. And even the children, one will come, I feel, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. Immediately I said, no, no, no. And we started breaking bread from that day. And as I speak to you, we don't have, I didn't have any reason whatsoever to get any drugs, you know? Like I told my colleague, even in the office, some of them were all under the weather, feeling somehow they were like something is in the air. I told them, I don't know what you guys are saying, but whatever it is, I've killed it with the communion. I just want to thank God for the word because the word works. Like you said, uh, Sister Maka, you said, you know, um, our Christian um, life is for practice. You practice your Christianity, and that is what it is. We just keep practicing it, and we see it work in our lives. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Thank you for the words. Thank you for the words of prophecy. Thank you so much. I love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you practice it, it will work. It always works. God is just waiting for us to step out in faith and do the word. The word would always back your actions with results. Congratulations, esteemed sister Harriet. And you see, communion is not just for your body. The communion is a public pronunciation that everything that Christ did for you was sufficient and it's enough. And that for the reason for which he did the things that he did, you have access to all that you, you got by virtue of the things that he did. It's like, it's like you know, when um, 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 maybe your colleagues sit down together and then your boss had given you guys money to share and then maybe there are five of you and four of them have told themselves that they will not let you know. And, um, and, and um, um, so they are trying to hide the money away from you. And then your boss just comes out and makes a public pronunciation that, ah, Sister Harriet, I actually gave you people money. What happens at that time is that the enemy is exposed and whatever they had planned to do, they can no longer carry out. Every time you make the, you do the communion, you are making all of creation know that, guys, I know what Christ did for me and you're not going to steal it. I'm going to enjoy all the benefits I got from his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, and his glorification. So it's a public pronunciation and it works for any area. If you have a contract that has been long overdue and they have refused to pay you, sit on it, get scriptures. You see, I've told you people that you can break bread more than once in a day. It's not a daily ritual in quote. It's, it's, it's as putting the word of God to work. So you can sit down on the matter. I know, I know, I know a mentor who was dealing with a particular matter and he broke bread 16 times that day. He said he would go scripture to scripture. He will break, he will read the scripture. He will turn it into an affirmation. You proclaim it over the situation. He will break bread and then he will give an offering. He did it for 16 times. He said he got a change. It's, you see, they are stubborn faiths. <laughs> they are, there's, there's something called stubborn faith insisting that that matter will conform to your stubborn faith proclamation. Don't take no for an answer. And that's what we read in today's Rhapsody. Though we're talking about the body, do it for your finances. Money seems not to be coming in. Sit down. That thing he said, and he's able to make all grace abound. He was talking about the giver. And every one of us here is a giver. Go back to your giving records. Open it and say, Lord, this is my giving record. All creation, see my giving records. Go back, say the word. Say the word. 
God has made all grace abound towards me. He has, he has. And you confess that whole scripture, then you break bread on it. Brothers and sisters, be stubborn in your faith. Be stubborn. That's the only place you are permitted to express stubbornness. Be stubborn in your faith. Until you come back with your testimony, don't, don't stop and don't relax. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold. When you lay hold on, you know, you know when you tell your son, if I lay hold on you, eh, that means you're telling him that the way I will come at you, you will not see me coming, but I'm going to get you. Brothers and sisters, returning with testimony is a choice. It's a choice. Everything can work. Everything. It's not a case of some things will work and some things will not work. Everything can work. Make up your mind to return with testimonies. Praise God. We've come to the end of today's devotion. I've had a great time. Just, a, just an amazing way to start my Sunday. Imagine going into church like this. I, I'm just on a high throughout the whole day. From there to PCD meetings, you know, to me. Oh, oh hallelujah. I'm going to have a great day. And every one of us, ensure that you have a great day. Praise God. Let's share the benediction at this time. Thank you so much, Sir Harriet, for sharing. I'm inspired by your testimony. And welcome once again, Brother Ibobe. God bless you. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Peace be Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. 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 Thank